in the words of the great Frank Sinatra, I faced it all and I stood tall. And this is the Fat Man Chronicles. Chapter 29, with just under three weeks to go to the race, I'm Pete, and I'm with my buddy Dave, and we are just a couple of middle-aged dads trying to figure this thing out. <laughs> Dave, before I even ask how you are, you better not have a bad word to say about Frank Sinatra. No, I love Frank Sinatra. All right. Okay. That's, I mean, I, how many Italian restaurants have I worked in in Chicago in my lifetime? <laughs> how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm all right. Excellent. I'm, here. I'm in a great mood today. Surviving. It's two weeks in a row. Hey. Wow. I mean, last week was a good week. I mean, are we back to back good weeks? Yeah, or? yeah. I'm in a great mood today. So it's been a really good week. Bray and I had a, uh, we went to work out after school today. Well, at least he did. My job is to make sure he doesn't kill himself. But uh, <laughs> there was some dancing on the platform at the gym, some high fiving, uh-huh. good conversation. So uh, it was fun. It's what I hoped. Uh, we've had some rough patches, you know, growing pains. I have a 13-year-old. And uh, today is what I hoped that our relationship would be at this point. It was just a lot of fun. Good talk after school. We had to get some blood work done uh, for his, like, yearly celiac appointment. So it's just a, a good day. No problems at work for a Monday. So, nice. yeah. So you're saying the growing pains are because, I mean, you got a teenager. Yeah. So it's like the personal relationship. Yeah, I think we're both learning. Like for me as a father, it's a, it's a different. I told someone the other day that my job as a sports dad is over, right? Like he's got a great village of coaches and people that I trust impeccably uh, working with him. And now... Um, like the work ethic and, you know, like finishing what you started, all that kind of stuff has been done. And uh, I think now it's my role as I learn my role in this relationship sports wise, it's just to be a cheerleader and supporter and be like, Hey, I'm proud of you. You know, no matter what happens on the field, I still got your back. And uh, he's learning how uh, his independence and, taking responsibility for his stuff. So it's just a neat, it's, you know, just part of growing up. And uh, I think it's harder on me than it is him, right? Letting go that little bit and letting his coaches do the thing. But uh, it's fun. Well, I mean, the other problem is when you're 13 years old, you think you know it all. Oh, yeah, he does. So that's, that's like a... I mean, I and I was the worst. <laughs> yeah, I was just awful. Trust. I still can yeah. be, but it's, I was really bad. But I mean, it gets, hopefully, right? It gets better as 
as time goes on. Like I didn't really have those blips as much. Yeah, and well, with Lily, and, but with Daniel, definitely. Yeah, and I, you know, and I, I know the sassiness is coming. I, I was no gem by any means, and uh, when at my age, at, well, at Braden's age that he is now, to the time. I, when I was Brain's age, to the time my father died, we only spoke about four months out of a year. So I told Braden that I, like being a father, like having this good relationship is all new to me. Because my father and I had such a, um, uh, uh, I want to say, ter- I'm trying to figure out how to say turmoil in a sentence but I can't, but like we had a very rocky uh, relationship. So it's like, I don't have, I have more of what not to do than what to do raising a teenager, if that makes any sense. And then he threw his sure, homework at I, me today and I'm like, well, this kid's way <laughs> smarter than me too. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, and I, I only have one kid. So like uh, going through the sassiness of a 13 year old is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, it's karma coming back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a visit with Daniel at college. So my oldest, and I did get to see his sister, uh, Lily for a little bit, but that's, it was mostly because I went to the football game, the Pekin versus Washington football game at Pekin. Now, before you go farther in the story, is that the girl kicker from Pekin? Were yep. you there for the tackle? Was yep. that just awesome? Yep. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I basically I got to see Lily uh-huh. cheer and then I saw her for a minute after the game. She did come to lunch with us the next day and I'll get, I'll get back to that in a second, but that game was out of hand, right? Like Pekin was crushing uh-huh. Washington for the most part. And, uh, Washington had like a glimmer of hope, but it went away pretty uh-huh. fast and, you know, Pekin kind of turned it back on. Washington's just not very good this year. Uh, and they have a female on the Pekin team. They have a female kicker. She's very small, Mm -hmm. like very small. Like, I'm not sure she's much bigger than five foot, like at least standing out there in the middle of these kids. And she kicked off and these kicks were always short, but directionally they were really well placed Mm -hmm. overall. Um, and the kid found a seam on uh, uh, the kid on Washington got the ball, found a seam and looked like he was going to take it to the house. And the kicker had an angle and she came over <laughs> and tackled him. And he did not. I mean, they all know it's a, a girl, yeah, kicker, yeah. right? You know, this going in the one thing I'll say I believe, like, if you're going to be on a football field, you better be ready to yeah, get hit. Yeah, she got hit. Right? She yeah. got hit. Like, this kid did not hold back. He was going to run over yeah. her. Right? So was that, like, uh, online or something? Like, how do you I know? saw it on uh, um, one of the football pages that I follow or comes up in, like, a sponsored ad, whatever, had that highlight reel. And then oh, the wow. uh, 
the guys on the team. It showed the it showed her making the tackle. Like he put oh, his shoulder down, and he yep. was full intent on putting her on her, her butt. And she made the yep. tackle, and then you see the people in the stands just go nuts. The football, like oh, yeah. her teammates, all ran over to her and were jumping up and down. And uh, it just looked like a really cool moment for her and the team. Yeah, not for the kid on Washington. He's never going to No, that. correct. Correct. Like, Strictly from I a peakage point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and the the student section at these high school games, like I, I wasn't that school spirit mm-hmm. kind of guy, and, and I don't remember too much. And we didn't have a good football team. Like we were pretty, pretty bad, I think, when I was there. Um, uh, but you know, these student sections, they have all kinds of chants and things they do. And, you know, basically they, you know, the student section is, you know, (laughs) you know, chanting, that's a girl (laughs) or she's a girl. Um, and just, I mean, it was, it was relentless and everybody's like, oh my gosh. So I felt bad for the kid on Washington, right? Because he's not going to live it down. But the fact of the matter is. It's it's a player on the field. Yeah, and yeah. You got tackled, like male, female, whatever, yeah. right? Um, but I'm pretty sure he's he's getting a lot of. But he'll get it um, in. In I think it will be in a good way too. I, I give him credit for not holding, like not just stepping out of bounds or yeah. something, right? Like he he treated yeah. her like every other player on the yeah, field, yeah. and good for him for doing. I thought. I admired both sides of that mm-hmm. play, and I'm not sure that everybody would see it that way, but I really admired both sides. Yeah, of that and play. then, and I lo- I respect the fact that she took the hit, she took the tackle, and there was no, like, none of the guys went to defend her in, like, wow. a, like, hey, you just, there was no, it was a simple play. She made a tackle. They cheered. It was a great moment, and then they just went on. There's no jaw jacking or yep. pushing or anything, and it was a pure moment in sport, which I liked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I think that you know I didn't see everything, but I mean, like if I were that player, like I, I, I'd have given her, you know, like a hey, good yeah, job, yeah. right? Like I would have just taken mm-hmm. it, right? Like that. That's. That's the way it is. Now, there's a lot of butt slapping in football, and that maybe yeah. you can't do with a female player. But um, overall, I don't know. I thought it was – you know, I like watching these high school Yeah, we go every Friday night. They're, they're trying. They're having fun, even when they're losing. You know, like the one thing I'll say about Washington is they didn't give up. They kept pushing. They kept trying. And I mean, the two games I've seen them play, they've gotten absolutely slaughtered. And Kinkakee beat them forty-two to nothing, and this was like forty-nine twenty-eight or something, and it wasn't really that yeah. close. So, uh, but I give them credit for for trying at least. So anyway, yeah. And then I got to see Lily. We went to. I I was down in Peoria. I think I mentioned it last week. I'm on the family board mm-hmm. there the family association board and that gave me an opportunity to go to dinner with Daniel. We went to a pho house, but we didn't have pho. So, um, 
it was too hot. I mean, when it's like 88 degrees outside, I don't Then want... you get super spicy and you start sweating. That Pete likes it spicy, but I'm going to have to wait for <laughs> I told him I'll come back down in the yeah. fall for this cuz but he he orders something called peanut butter chicken. And let me tell you, it was pretty darn good. Yeah. So, um it was a place in East Peoria. I think it's just called the Foot House. So, um that was nice and got to hang with him and then Went to the board meeting. Then we had lunch with uh, Vanessa and mm-hmm. I. Uh, so their mom and I and the two kids had lunch at One World uh, in Peoria, which is always fantastic. And it was it was really nice. And we had a good meal. And I tell you, my son is absolutely just maturing in a in a way that, as a dad, like I'm just thrilled. Mm-hmm. Like I was so nervous, and you know, I'm I'm still nervous. Like I. I thought like, okay, your kids at college, you start to at least relax a little bit, but you, right. you don't like, I I'm probably more worried sure. than ever, um, in a way, right. Because he's not going home to where Vanessa and, you know, Larry and, and, uh, Lily are. So, but he's, man, he's doing all kinds of cool stuff and he's loving life and he declared a major. So he went in at, under the academic exploration mm-hmm. program, but now he's declared a major psychology nice. and Really likes it. Loves his women's studies course. <laughs> he, he really, he's like, I know, he's like, I just, I really am enjoying it. I'm like, okay, sounds Love good. As, as a psychology major, that's probably a good thing to understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that female point of view. And uh, he's definitely a daredevil. He's told me he's going skydiving and, you know, soon. And, uh, you know, he's living his best life. So Good for him. In a in a much more wholesome and productive way than I lived my best life going through. College. Yeah. Well, look, so, I lasted at Bradley six weeks, so props <laughs> to him. I, I was not in, yeah. I did not have a declared major or took a class, let alone a women's studies cl- class. Yeah. Right. I knew the, uh, I yeah. knew the uh, lucky lady that was a tattoo parlor or the bar. No, I'm no angel bar. was a tattoo parlor and the lucky lady was the bar. So Correct. Uh, that was my experience. Yeah, the lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's still a few things down there from back in the day, including Jimmy's. Um so there's always reminiscing, you know, when I go back, but it's it's different now, uh for sure. It's much the changes they made are really Yeah, and I haven't been back this. there. Well, the tornado in Washington was the last time that I was anywhere near that area. And before that, it was 1990 when I was in school. So I'm sure there is nothing the same from the times that. Oh, there there is. There there definitely is a few things, but they've they've enhanced too. I mean, it's a much, it's a much more modern campus in many Mm -hmm. ways. So as, as it would have to be. Yeah. So they're doing a good job, but you know, the other funny thing is in that meeting, you know, there's a person who I had not seen in about 38 years <laughs> in that meeting also, uh, with the, the parent, the association, the parents board or family board, which is pretty interesting, yeah. right? So Laura, her name is Laura. We lived down the street from each other in Hazelcrest nice. growing up and we both, uh, and she had a brother uh, Thomas, who was uh, with my brother, Joe, they were friends. Uh, and 
Laura was in my class and we were in the same class at St. Joe's and Homewood. Mm-hmm. And I left in sixth grade after sixth grade, probably the last time I saw her. Right. Did you recognize so, her right away or just from the name? Yeah. I mean, because of social media, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we're connected that way. But I would, regardless of that, I would have recognized her. She's pretty similar, um, mm-hmm. you know, like recognizable to me at least. So it was pretty interesting, though, when you see somebody after yeah. all that time, right? Uh, so it was pretty cool. Uh, and then, you know, we did those meetings and I came back up and, you know, Gretchen got back from. Yeah. I, I didn't even see Gretchen when she got back from Manila. I was gone. I, t- I had taken Michaela over to my mm-hmm. parents. And, you know, then my mom brought Michaela back here. So I didn't see her. Until you know, I got back on 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 Saturday mm-hmm. night. So yeah, just just in time to eat and go to go to sleep, so I could get up yeah. and run. Right, so so uh, let's get back to your week. How how what like you had pretty much had a good week last week, I think, in terms of you felt good about the way you were eating. You t- continued the no drinking mm-hmm. and it had started to get some some day walking, fifty today. No booze. Beautiful. Uh, eating's going great. Um, Still doing factor. Yeah, factor for. I went down to ten meals versus twelve because I wasn't eating it on the weekend. Farrak and I have been eating together on the weekends. That's much easier to do. So uh, I do my two. <laughs> excuse me, my two meals Monday through Friday with factor, and then Farrak and I eat dinner together, and then. Um, whatever I make Braden after football practice or weightlifting or whatever. So it's been super easy, carefree. Um, we've been starting to walk uh, with, there's only a couple parents who go to uh, Bray's football practice. So uh, we've been doing walking. It's a two mile loop. So each football practice week, everyone gets their earlies and then the kids can have their fool around time. And while they're doing that, we go walk the, uh, two mile loop. So I've been doing that three days a week. And, uh, now I'm getting used to that and I'm feeling good. And now I want to do a little bit more. So it's, you know, like I'm kind of just enjoying, like there's no pressure on myself. Like I want, I think when we talked about that walk, like the, the guy from, um, Oh, the Camino de Santiago. Oh, well, that's a, that the... obsession has grown. We can't even talk about that yet. But the um, the guy from um, Ten Junk Miles, just walk out your door and walk like oh, Col- the Colorado yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think twelve. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do when Baltimore is supposed to happen that day. I think that's gonna be my go walk out the door and kind of see what happens Beautiful. day. But now I'm like, what what day is that again? It's two weeks. I'd have to Google it to be certain. Like the October 23rd? Something like that. The 20th or whatever that week that weekend is. Yep. So I think I'm going to do that. But I'm slowly getting that um, energy and excitement back. We were in Philly all day yesterday. And uh, we talked to one of Ferka's cousins who's a Disney fanatic. And he was talking about the Disney marathon for 2024. And I was just excited to talk about running. 
right? Like, of course, I'd be like, I'm in. But uh, it was just nice to talk about running with no, like, real expectations on my part that I'm going to sign up for a race. You know what I mean? Like, it was just nice to talk about running. And I'm feeling that itch again just to, like, not even run 100 miles or 5 miles. I just want to get out the door, right? And I think that is what uh, is exciting me the most is that that's great i mean because it really is about enjoying the process yeah right? and, and i and that's what this comes i feel to. like i i'm at now where i should have been six months ago when we started this whole thing and i'm just i'm dragging but uh i i mean i'm really in a good mood i you know i don't know if Ferica and uh brayden would tell you that <laughs> but i do feel really good so have you paid attention to any other like health markers? Like, are you thinking about your weight at all? Have you? I look, I look you... at my weight and I'm down probably, I looked the other day and I'm down like 12 pounds just from the not drinking, but I really haven't done anything specific yet. And I'm, I'm getting there, but right just getting myself in that mentally good place again was more of a focus to me than sure. everything. And now that I'm getting there and it's only been, you know, a couple of weeks that I, you know, I, I feel not like it's a complete turnaround, but that the turnaround has started, right? Like I'm not, right. <clears throat> I don't feel like when we talk now that it's going to be another like sob story. Oh man, what happened to Dave? This week, like it's nice to come back a second week in a row and, you know, I'm taking my vitamins and all that stuff. I think that's helping. Hydrating is helping. Not drinking, of course, is is helping a lot. So, well, in the controlled portions for a couple of meals can't be hurting, either, mm. right? With the fact yeah. stuff. And it's about time you listen to Hulk Hogan and take your vitamins. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not, en- you know. not enough people. I should probably watch that. Um, video i'm a real american that's a great old school video say your prayers oh, and take oh, your Hulk Hogan entrance music no his song do you remember his song yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, his yeah. Entrance music. i just yeah. ripped my shirt off then i'll be ready to go get a little more goggins yeah, in my life <laughs> <laughs> oh man goggins i know oh, i know okay um i'm sure he's a fine human being i love all that stuff I know. I watched uh, McRaven the other day, his UT graduation speech. I watch that stuff all all day long. If you want to change the world, start by making your bed. I love that. Too bad I can I can inspire my kid. I can't inspire myself, but I'll get there one day. (laughs) Oh man, it's funny. I've been thinking a lot about eating this week, uh, again because. It was, it was kind of, well, I, I know what happened. So I, I'm, I listened to the Gomers and I don't care what they call their podcast. I'm still going to call them the Gomers. <laughs> but is it? I think it's now, I think it's on its 12th name now. I think it's overcoming runner's block now is what they mm. call it. And they had 
a person on who is a fan of theirs <laughs> who wrote an email that was titled something like dudes stop dieting. Ah. Uh. And she's a in an intuitive eating fan. Mm-hmm. And what I find interesting and I want to be proven wrong here. So I I want to hear from anybody out there who is or knows somebody who is years and years into intuitive eating. Because anytime I listen to somebody talk about intuitive mm-hmm. eating, including this podcast uh, that I listened to with, with Anthony and Steven, it was no different than any other cult diet phenomenon where they are gung-ho and in the first year yeah. or two years of doing it, like where you can be enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anybody that this has been a, a, a long-term healthy journey. Right. Uh, and I want to talk to that person, even though it's anecdotal, mm-hmm. I still want to talk to him. And, and they, because that podcast had me thinking, I, you know, I'll give up, you know, I'm trying not to be, judgmental i'm trying just to take what they say kind of say huh that's interesting or let me think about that right and and go for a longer process in my own head of of contemplating what they're talking Mm -hmm. about and they and and unfortunately for me that worked about 95 percent of the time in that podcast not a (laughs) hundred percent but that's really good yeah yeah. that's up like that's way right (laughs) um but, you know, she's just said over like more than once, like, you know, diets don't work. And it, that drives me batty when somebody says diets don't work. Mm-hmm. Diets absolutely work. If you follow them almost to uh, almost to a hundred percent certainty, the diet's going to work while you follow right. them. Then you are going to make a choice to not do that anymore. That doesn't mean the diet didn't work. That means your approach didn't work. And blaming the diet and not understanding why you chose to stop is no different to me than intuitive eating. Mm -hmm. Because all intuitive eating says is do whatever you want. (laughs) Eventually, you'll stop doing too much and then you'll feel better. And I'm going, well, no, that's called how you But if you were able to do that, you wouldn't be in the position that you're in now. (laughs) if that that advice is also dangerous for those of us who have something maybe called diabetes Mm -hmm. because guess what i want to eat all the time sugar that will eventually do horrible horrible things to me and so i i it drives like it drives me nuts that when intuitive eating is is somehow put on a pedestal as a not diet when all it is, is just another way to look at how to eat. Like it, it, I mean, you're, you're still dieting. Yeah. I mean, cause you're still thinking about it. You're just thinking about it in a different way. That's all. So I want to be proven wrong on this <laughs> one. Like I seriously do because I want to know, I want to know how to succeed in, in this journey, right. To get, away from worrying about diet. And when I say diet, I mean way of mm-hmm. eating. I don't mean like, I'm not talking about a right, diet. Right. 
So, but it had me thinking a lot because once I'm done with the race in Chicago, one of the things that I need to do is I do need to drop some pounds and, and there's a reason behind it. We talked Gretchen and I talked about this when we found out about it, um, a while ago, what it, we call it the fat tax. So there's a fat tax on our, insu- on our health insurance. This year, it only applies to the employee. Next year, it implies to me mm-hmm. too. So if I don't lose weight, I now have to pay a fat tax on the, on health insurance. Dave, I can give you one guess as to if I'm going to pay that or not. Yeah, well, I know that answer. Now, the answer is absolutely now, no. Now, do they base what do they base that on? BMI? BMI or uh I I think for women it's the waist size. I don't know if it's a proportion on men or what it is, but look, I'm not that far away from being under 30 BMI mm-hmm. now. Like I I have kind of been in the same range of weight. And then when I get on the scale and it's above that, I go, Oh, I need to eat less. Right. Like, let me, let me, or I need to drink a little more water and, or, Hey dude, you had 14 ding dongs last (laughs) week. Maybe you need to lay off. So, uh, I guess we didn't have those zinger. We had some zingers in the house. We did just get some ding dongs though. We haven't had any ho-hos. I love those two. I like hostess stuff and little Debbie a lot. I like that. I like that stuff. So uh, anyway, I'm not going to pay that. So I got to fix it. And I'm not too far away from it. You know, 20 pounds probably. So I just need to fix that. And I'm going to feel better anyway at that weight. And to me, it's not about the weight itself. It's about how I feel and the things that allows me to do. So anyway. That's my, if you haven't listened to this Gomers, I do recommend it though, because I think it's, you do have, you do have an, not an opposing view, but a, like a skepticism in it uh, mm-hmm. from, from one of the Gomers. Yeah. I haven't listened to them in so long. I'm going to put them in my thing now. Yeah. I would, I would take a look at. Even if you pick and choose, like I didn't listen, like I know it's a big thing in the running community to talk about um, certain grotesque things that we have to do as human beings. I prefer not to listen yeah, to yeah. that. So I, you know, I'm always fast forwarding and TJM and I'm, and I'm on uh, <laughs> there. I skip their code Brown uh, podcast. I, I'm not going to listen to that. There's, there's no reason to. So anyway, uh, but I, any, I, I'm glad things are working out for you. And it just, it just reminded me the eating thing just reminded me. I don't even have that in my. Yeah. Notes. Yeah. Speaking of, of sugar, we, uh, we found a gluten-free bakery yesterday in this, uh, little town, Chalfont, Pennsylvania. It was like an old school bakery that you and I grew up with, with like the cakes and pastries and cookies and stuff. And it was all, dedicated gluten-free and then they had each section had like a uh, allergen like no soy no dairy vegan (laughs) i just told Braden, i'm like order the cookies by the pound like just bring some stuff home because whatever you can eat over the next week get because you won't get this till the next time so it was pretty cool nice 
Yeah, I just assume every time somebody goes to Philadelphia that it's basically like an episode of the Fresh Prince, like <laughs> intro, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> oh man! You know, I've never had a cheesesteak in Philly. Why? You got to ask my wife. I don't know. She's she's a graduate of Penn State, one of the biggest university cults in the country. I've never been there. Twenty years we've been together. Three hours from Penn State. Well, you know if. If you're at Penn State, you are within like 45 minutes of one Rob Bosa. You're right. And you, I point. tried my I tried to convince Farica to buy some Penn State tickets. And Northwestern is playing at Penn State this year. Wow. And uh, I got denied on my money-making scheme of buying season tickets for Penn State. And then Brain has a football <laughs> money spending. Yeah, uh, Brain has a football game that night too, so we couldn't go. But yeah. There you go. Oh, all right, all so right man. Di- so are we at uh, – is it time for me to recap some runs? Pete, I'm dying to hear about your 20-miler. All right. So last we spoke, um, I had gotten yanked out of, of a race, which was <laughs> fantastic. Um, I decided after that a couple of things. One, I was going to change my run-walk interval to try to just preserve myself. So I changed my run-walk interval from 90-30 to 60-30. So I did do that. And we did get a little break in the weather. Mm-hmm. It wasn't perfect still, not not by a long shot, but it was a little cooler. The dew points came down a little bit at the beginning of the week. It's about the middle of the week. And my first run after the race was actually on Monday. So I think we, I think we recorded on, I don't remember when we recorded, but either way I ended up running when I thought I wasn't supposed to run because I typically didn't, but I ended up doing the miles and I didn't feel great, but I got it done. Then I had a six miler and a four miler back to back. And those felt good. Like for the first time in in quite a while, I felt good. Where like my paces were much faster. Mm -hmm. My, I felt like I could go even faster for the first time in a while. And I didn't feel completely spent. And I owe it a lot, I think, to the interval Mm -hmm. change. Uh, But I also think the weather was a little better. That helped. And my mindset was kind of starting to turn to, look, you got to figure this yeah. out. Like you've got to figure out how you're going to get through now, these miles. Is your interval the whole thing or just when you need to take it back a notch? Okay. So in the past, I did it more like that, like where I would kind of run till I felt like I needed the, to do an mm-hmm. interval. And I think that's a not the best approach. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're going to do interval running, you need to do it from the get-go. Agreed. And you have to train it. Yes. It's not a fallback because you don't feel good. It's a way to do the race, right? Like, you still got to get through the race. And I really... It's at the beginning of a race, it can be difficult. I will say, come race day, I may end up running the first half mile or something to get, like through the, you know, you kind of go down under a yeah, tunnel yeah. and 
up, uh, you know, and and turn. I might, I might run at the very beginning because there's so many people. I mean, it's just hard to keep a pace as it is because you can't hear yourself breathe. There's a gazillion people passing you. You have no idea. Like it has to be conscious to slow down Mm -hmm. and like not burn yourself out. Right. Yeah. So I think I'm a, you know, my plan, and I got to talk with, with coach Holly Ann about this too, but I think my plan will probably be kind of run that first half mile where you, it starts to at least where you can find an area where you're not completely surrounded Mm -hmm. because I'm the, you know, I'm also the run walker who's I'm going to throw up my hand when it's coming to, when I'm coming to a stop, right. I'm going to let you know, especially in those beginning miles, right? Because later on, look, a lot of people are walking, <laughs> right? No matter yeah. what, not everybody's trained. You don't know what the weather's going to be, all that, right? So anyway, I think that helped, but I had paces in like the 1230s, mm-hmm. 1220s, I think even, uh, for those runs and, and feeling really good. And then the weather turned again. <laughs> So I got some other runs done, felt decent, and heading into the 20, I had a plan. I got up and ran on Saturday morning in Peoria. I just ran from the hotel that I was staying at, which basically put me in a in a fairly for for me like a, a, there was some there was hills right. In three miles, I had over 200 feet of mm-hmm. elevation. I won't have 200 feet of elevation in the entire Chicago right. Marathon. Right? Like, I think it's barely <laughs> 200 feet of elevation. So, th- they were hills, right? So, I was slower that day. Also, I didn't sleep well, and I was okay with mm-hmm. that. My goal was get that run done, get home, have my typical pre long run or pre-race meal of a filet and a baked potato and a tiny bit of vegetable. And I did. Gretchen was nice enough to get that for me and go to bed. And I did that. I woke up early for something in the morning and uh, got my routine started. And I ended up getting, I wanted to get out the door between seven and seven fifteen. Because it was going to be like the closest I could get to simulating getting out the door for the race or the race starts a little bit later mm-hmm. than that. But I, I think for me, but I, it was close, right? Got out by 7.15. While I was in Peoria, I decided, or before I went to Peoria, I had decided on a new strategy for nutrition. Okay. So my my strategy... I, I was too sloshy with the Roctane, although I think that's going to come in really handy for some other stuff mm-hmm. I have planned. The Roctane was just too much sloshing around for me. So I decided I was going to go with a combination. Every three miles, I was going to have either a Morton or a Huma. I think that's mm-hmm. how you say it. H-U-M-A. There's also, I think, an umlaut on the U. So... I had bought, I stopped actually in Bloomington Normal and bought uh, across from the mothership for State Farm. I sent, (laughs) Rob's a State Farm agent, so I sent him a picture. Uh, And I got some human gels and I got uh, three flavors Mm -hmm. to try. 
So they have two types. They have like their regular gel and then they have a, a plus. And the, the plus, the difference is more electrolytes. So I decided electrolytes would be good because without the Roctane, I was actually taking salt tabs. So I took salt tabs in between these, in between the gels. And I took five salt tabs during mm-hmm. this uh, run also. I bought apples and cinnamon, lemonade, and blackberry banana was the plus. Okay. I thought I'm going to love apples and cinnamon. (laughs) I like the tartness, sweet combo of the lemonade, and I love bananas. So a little bit of berry with a banana, uh, I love it, right? The consistency of the two types of gels couldn't be more different. (laughs) Morton is like you're eating jelly. So it's like taking a scoop of jelly out of, uh, out of a jar and the human gels are more like applesauce. Like it's really runny, Mm -hmm. but there's only like three ingredients or four ingredients in a human gel. Like they are, it's, it's like eating food, much more like Uh eating food. They have chia seeds in them, which are a superfood and, Chia is used by the Tarumara of Born to Run fame, Christopher McDougall. So I figured if it's good enough for the Rara Murray Tarumara, it's good enough uh-huh. for me. So that was the, the goal. Salt tabs, gel every three miles, and water. Six mile loop-ish, six and a quarter, six and a half around my neighborhood. Aid station set up on my kitchen counter. Run in, get more gels, Get a water refill. If I have to use the restroom, that's the porta potty out the door. And that day started out okay, not perfect, <laughs> but okay. It was in the upper 60s, yeah. about 70 degrees. The dew point was about 62 to 64 in not there. Not terrible. Oh, it's pretty bad <laughs> for dew point for me. Uh, oh, this was the forecast. I'm sorry. This was the forecast. And then cloudy. So I, when I started, it was pretty It was pretty spot on. The dew point was a little higher. It was 65 from the get-go, I think, um, or right, right around that. It was definitely 65 uh, in the 65 range. It was a little warmer, but there was cloud mm-hmm. cover. And the first six miles, I'm like, oh, I feel good. I feel good. Like, I feel really good. Like, I think I can, and I, and I went slower. I went at a pace I knew I could do. It was in the 13s, 13, 15 mm-hmm. or so. I'm like, I can do this, right? The pit stop made it so that my average came down. And I'm like, you know, I think I can, I think I feel good enough to make up mm-hmm. some ground. And I started to chip away with at that and got it back down between mile six and mile 10. I think I got it back down. Into like the 13, and you need 14, 15 for Chicago to maintain. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. My my goal at Chicago is to. I'm not. I think I can beat the cutoff. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about it. So I haven't even really done okay. the math on it. It's six and a half hours, yeah, whatever yeah. that comes to. Um, my guess is about fifteen minutes per mile. So I, I'm feeling good. 
and I and I and I can remember I'm at mile nine taking a gel and thinking, hey, I should probably it, it seems like it's getting a little warmer, or at least I'm heating up. I should take a an assault pill now. And I did. And uh and I kind of told myself, okay, maybe you want to make maybe you want to cut a lap shorter in case you need water. Like I, I was thinking, but I was super clear, but I'm like, you know what? You're feeling good. Just keep going. Right. About 15 minutes later at mile 11, the sun comes out. The temperature goes up 10 degrees within 30 minutes, not even 30 minutes. I think within 20 minutes. And I, between miles 11 and 12, I'm like, uh uh-oh. So I get to the next pit stop at like 12 and a half, almost 13. And I'm like, boy, this is, this is going to be, this is going to be a rough last. I think it was about 13. I'm like, this is going to be a rough last seven Mm -hmm. if this cloud cover doesn't come back. I'm thinking it was a blip because what the temperature we reached now, when I'm looking back after the race, the temperature we reached was the prediction for the high at like three or four o'clock. Mm-hmm. We reached it at like 10 in the morning. <laughs> right. So I'm like, wow, this is, so now I'm like in a slog yeah. again. Right. And all I, 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 I decided at that point, okay, when you get done, you're going to have a tale of two runs. You're going to have this pre-sun coming out first 10, 11, 12 miles. And then you're going to have this last, you know, 11 through 20. Mm-hmm. Look at it that way. How did you feel here? What did you, what could you do differently? And I decided I wasn't going to complain. And the other thing I decided was I will walk when I need, when I get to the point where I need to walk, I'll walk, but I'm not going to saunter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk. Now I'm only five eight. Actually, I'm shrinking. <laughs> I'm only five foot seven and three quarters, according to the doctor, because I'm old and shrinking. So, and I have a twenty nine inch inseam. So it's not like I got long legs here. I I am a fast walker, but I only have so much of a right. stride. So for me, a fast pace walking is sixteen to mm-hmm. eighteen minutes per mile. Is a pretty good clip, right? So my goal was try to keep it in that clip, right? Try not to go over 17 and a half minutes. Because you have minutes in the bank too. I do. But what I was really looking at is, um, you know, like, hey, your goal out here was to get this done. Not get it done within. But of course, I've got in my mind, like, hey, I don't want to be hitting five hours out here. Because that's going to really And it's good practice for the Chicago course, too, because the front half of the course, you're running in all the neighborhoods and you have all the buildings. So the buildings provide shade. And then you get into the second half and it's all south side, west side, and there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I didn't stop. I didn't stop my watch on my pit stops. Like, it was a running clock. I didn't complain. I went for it. The one thing I wish I would have done differently is cut shorter and gotten more water. 
because like my water supply was not enough given what I was doing. But I kept taking the gels at the right intervals. The only gel I didn't like was the blackberry banana. It was way, I don't know. It just didn't taste right mm-hmm. to me. I bought a different flavor to try with my 14 this coming. And then I'll make a decision on what I'm going to take with me. Um, but I kept going and I didn't. So I was going to come in, get more water, go back out. But the problem was I was afraid I was going to get inside, feel that air conditioning. <laughs> I'm exhausted at 18 miles yeah, yeah. and say, isn't 18 yep. enough? Like if I can make 18, you make 20 in this weather, isn't yeah. it enough? But I'm like, nope, 20 is on your schedule. You're going to finish 20. I text Gretchen at like, I'm at like mile 19, getting towards mile 19. I text Gretchen, Hey, can you, can you go get me a chocolate shake? And she said, yeah, I'm going to go to McDonald's. Is McDonald's okay? I'm like, of course. I said, and grab me a hamburger. Mm -hmm. And she said, that's it. You don't want a quarter pounder with cheese. You don't want, I'm like, no, I want a hamburger, just one little hamburger and a chocolate shake. So that's what I was looking forward to as I'm trying to finish. Mm-hmm. Dave, I got to the end. Uh, I got to mile 20, like right before, like right before or right as my street starts, like our little cul-de-sac. So I would have a minute to kind of really just slowly yeah, yeah. walk home, try to collect myself. I was done. <laughs> like I left it all yeah. out there. You can look at the times and go, hey, you, whatever. I don't care. I took in those uh, six gels. I took in those five salt tabs. <laughs> I took in, I think would be like, I don't know. I have to think about the water, but I think somewhere in the neighborhood of 80 ounces of water. <laughs> and I was done. I think a neighbor said hi to me, and I think I said hi back, but I'm not no dogs. Well, I mean, there's always dogs, but none of them came at me, so that I just count my lucky stars there. I come inside, and I'm just I'm going water. I need water. Gretchen's very kind, gets me water. I start to chill out. And, and now I figure, yeah, look, you did yeah. it. Like you did the 20 and it wasn't optimal, but I still, I don't feel good. Like, I'm like, why can I not, at, at, at this late in training, I have trained so many miles in this crap. Why can't I feel good in mm-hmm. it, right? And I am thinking that, but I'm like, but you still did it. I'm not complaining about the weather at this point. Like it, it is what yeah. it is. I'm more frustrated that I can't adapt. But I'm like, look, I'm old <laughs> at 51, like to be out there doing 20 miles. Yeah. There's plenty of us out there, but there's, you know, we're not the majority. Yeah, yeah. It's people younger than us that are the majority. <laughs> you know, I am diabetic. I, I still am fat. I, I'm doing the best I can. Hey, take the accomplishment. 100%. So I I drink some of the shake, have the burger finally feel like, okay, I can get upstairs so I can lay down because I'm tired. I get up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sick. (laughs) I had a bunch of water. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sick. And sure enough, I won't be having a chocolate shake anytime soon. (laughs) So um, that was probably a mistake. That's a lot of dairy. So I, I go upstairs. I lay down. 
before I even shower because I was just tired. I just needed to rest. And Michaela goes and gets like, is like with some friends and in and out of the house and that damn ring doorbell hooked to the Alexa (laughs) telling me motion is detected at the front door. Motion is detected at the front door. Motion. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. But it's like, I don't have the energy to. Yeah. I'm like, okay, just, just take the rest. Got up, showered. What about the rest of the day? Okay. You know, like Michaela did her thing. We went to dinner. We had some Chinese food. Everything felt good. And, um, you know, so I got it done and my coach hates me. So she had four miles on the schedule. That's awesome. Which I did. You're awesome. Good for you. So where to go, Pete. Got it done. And here's a, and so I've got a good story too, uh, at least for me. I need these gel. Like I want, I need gels for the 14. I didn't want to order online yet. Cause I'd rather order that like in the bulk of what I'm going to need, like in the flavors that yeah, I yeah. like. And there was one more flavor I wanted to try because I want to have a plus with the more electrolytes mm-hmm. and they have a lemons and limes or something or limes and lemons flavor. And I do like citrus. So I'm like, you know, I'll, I'm going to try that. So I went to one running store that I use a lot, Naperville running company, and they didn't have human gels. I guess I should have called, uh, but I just figured they'd have them. They've got a pretty good selection, but they've re- it's turned into Morton and a lot of goose. Like goo has, I think somewhere between 8,000 and 9,000 flavors <laughs> and types, and they have nearly all of them. So then I'm like, you know what? On my way back, I could stop at Dick Pond Athletics, which is the original shoe uh-huh. store, athletic shoe store in the country. And so I stopped there and a great, um, there's a woman named uh, Krista that works there. Who's awesome. She remembered me. She like, she's a trail mm-hmm. runner and an ultra runner and really good, you know, and she was asking me, you know, how are things going, what I'm doing? And I was like, yeah, yesterday was rough and I had my 20 and she's like, oh, I ran the Fox Valley Marathon yesterday. She goes, it was awful. This person is in great Mm -hmm. shape. She goes, I had to walk the last five. Okay. You feel better now? Be be a little gentler, (laughs) right? Like be a little gentler on yourself. Even people who are in unbelievable shape training through this stuff, even they struggle at times, right? So it made like her misery made me feel better. That's okay. That awful. <laughs> but it really put it into perspective for me. Miles are miles. I got them done. 100%. I didn't take the day off today, even though I wanted to switch that run. I went out and got it done. So I did 24 miles over these two days. And it was warm today by the time I got out. Not terrible. Uh, and I went slower, mm-hmm. I, but you know, I threw, I did now, are I those did. in the last mile. Did she call right. those active recovery miles? Um, no, she just sent me a message. <laughs> I just, <laughs> no, we're, we have to flip around runs this week because my wonderful wife goes out of town again. <laughs> so she will be gone this weekend. Yeah. My parents are not in town, so I have my my backup to watch Michaela while I do a long run is yeah. gone. So I now will be doing my 14 miles that was scheduled for Sunday 
I'll be doing those on Friday. While she's at school. So um, while she's yeah. in school. And then I'll have a shorter run that I can do while she's either at religious ed or at tennis on Sunday. She ever ride her bike with so, you or anything on the shorter? She, she can't do that yeah. yet. Not there yet. Uh, I hope so. so. I actually hope she can run some of these things with me. You know, she, she really wants to do more stuff. Like it's trying to rain. You know, dude, one of the reasons today I wasn't available earlier is because she decided that she Watching Ninja Warrior yeah. on TV, she wanted to go do Ninja. Yes, yeah, that's awesome. So we got her in the Ninja. Yeah, gym, that's right? awesome. And for her, I think it's going to be huge because she's so afraid of falling, getting mm-hmm. hurt. You know, but I I hope that this gets the like helps her conquer her fear, and that's what she talked about it after the class that she was trying to conquer her fears, but some of the kids. Almost all the kids are very impatient and kept telling her to yeah. move, move it. And it's like, I get it, right? Like, I, I, I get it. But that community is built on encouragement mm-hmm. and camaraderie. So I'm a little disappointed in the fact that there's so many kids that the coach can't be yeah. a little more interactive. But I did get to see Flex Lebrec in person. So, <laughs> Um, she is, is in as good a shape as you would think, maybe even more so in yeah. person. She is just unbelievably, uh, in shape, but do you guys hit you girls know, on I, the run there. We do somewhere. I mean, I'm not sure mm-hmm. about where it's at in the suburbs, but I mean, we do have the girls on the run, but she, so she's talked to me about wanting to run a 5k with me. next. Yeah. Year. That's awesome. So, cause Bray ran, you know, I think we'll train he ran that. his first. 10k with me at he was six or seven when he ran his first 10k and then yeah we ran a turkey trot and it was freezing out and he ran behind me so i blocked the wind for him the whole time so uh smart and you know we just ran his pace and he's run a um his 5ks we um that he did we just planned that he would wait at the finish line arch with a bottle of water until <laughs> I got there. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's the way it was with Daniel when he was running. I'm like, just you know, wait for me <laughs> at the end. And then he kind of sloughed off. And then we ran one in Toronto, and like I mm-hmm. beat him. And he's like, Oof. yeah, because we would only <laughs> run certain races where I knew the race director, and they had great volunteers cops on every corners the the courses were really well marked so i was, it was very easy and i knew a bunch of people and they knew him so it was easy if everyone goes one direction don't go the other direction if you're scared just right. get to the end of the street there'll be a policeman there look for people like on the course they're going to say hi to you they're going to know people right. are watching so i didn't feel as uh nervous with him running a 5k on his own at seven, eight, nine years old. Right. Yeah. I mean, I w- I'll run it with her. I think that's part of the allure for mm-hmm. her is, you know, we'd run it together. Um, so I think that that will be one of the big things for next year is running a 5k oh, that'd be awesome. her, uh, at some point. So it'll be, it'll be fun, but I, you know, I applaud her for 
getting out there. All my kids, I, I think they're really good at facing mm-hmm. their fears and 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 trying to overcome them. I mean, Michaela's not overcoming everything yet, but she's trying. And you know, we'll see. You know, we'll do another class and see how she feels about it. And you know, if if I mean, if it's the same thing, I will ask. You know, like, hey, well, how do we? How do I help? You know, like, how do we get this so that it's a little more comfortable? Like, you know. <laughs> Can we do a beginner, beginner <laughs> class? Like you could see these kids have been yeah. there. Most of them had been there and, um, you know, and it's, but it's awesome to see. I mean, these kids are unbelievable athletes mm-hmm. and some of them, you could tell like traditionally they wouldn't be the first one picked on the school yeah, yard, yeah. right? But they're out there and they're trying and they're having fun. And that's what I love about Ninja. That's the that success it of is it. a very accepting uh, community. So, you know, looking forward to, to seeing how that goes for her. Cause we needed one more activity <laughs> for her. We'll just worry about, you know, money in 30 yeah. years. So <laughs> yeah. that's it though, man. That That's it. It's a long, a lot of talking. For that's me, all right. Man, but but you, you had a lot more to update. The people wanted to know Pete. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Kevin's turned this off. That's okay. <laughs> well, I don't think after the last week, I don't think Kevin turned this on. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he's Probably still not. in the fetal position. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So anyway, what? Anything big on tap for you? Coming uh, up? No, it's all Braden stuff. You know, football game, homecomings <laughs> coming up, and you know that kind of stuff. Um. Nothing big for me, right? I kind of just, um, I want to say given up, but I haven't given up in that sense. Like I, I, I've stopped putting the pressure on myself to accomplish yeah. something. So um, there's nothing really on the horizon. I want to do that walk when uh, Baltimore happens and just keep trudging forward and building upon, um, like I had a couple solid weeks of success and just keep building on that. And then, uh, yeah, you know, we'll light that fire again sometime, but I'll keep walking with Farica and football practices and all that stuff. And eventually we'll, um, you know, get into doing more physical exercises. Like it's still hard to jump into that. And, you know, I can't go, um, my body or my mind tells me that I can go, crush some workout at the gym but reality is you know i can't maybe a couple assisted chair lunges and stuff like that but i'll get back there yeah i mean but that that's just it is like accepting where you're at i mean it's really no not much different than not drinking right like accept where you're at have us have a day-by-day goal and and go in and do and I think things. that's and, one of the main triggers is I finally accepted where I'm at and who I am at this point, and it's it's not bad. Now you just got to keep the momentum going and build upon it, right? So yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, it sounds yes, good. Sir. Let's wrap her up. You've been listening to episode 159 of the Fat Man Chronicles, FMC Run Chicago, chapter 29. The music is You Got Me Wrong by Safar. You can always find Dave and I somewhere on social. Dave, much, much more active than I am. 
so reach out to him anytime. Uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah. Share the show with somebody you think it could help them. You know, Dave and I are here to give virtual hugs, um, with permission, you know, but we're here to encourage other than that, everyone get out there and be better today.